Great greetings, goddesses. This is a most auspicious day. Aviola here, and I am so excited, and I just can't hide it. Because <laughs> I am on the line with one of my favorite people, really, one of my favorite people, the incredi- incredible Sadia Sese. Now, Sadia is a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, but she's so much more than that. She is a daughter. She is a mother. She is a sister. She is a friend. She is the Sierra Leone-born British answer to why doesn't my lingerie match my body? (laughs) Welcome, Welcome, Sadia. I'm so excited that we are finally having this conversation, sis. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that great welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have to add that I am honored, honored that Sadia is also one of my clients. And I am just so, so proud of her. And in the past year, she launched Being You which I was blessed to be there for in London. Since then, it has become a global, and I'm not using that lightly, a global phenomenon. And so we're going to get a little bit into Sadia's brand, what Being You is, where you can purchase your own Being You, etc. just like readers from Cosmo to Marie Claire to um, Essence magazine. But first, Sadia, tell them, who are you? Let us know, you know, who is Sadia? I am just really me, and uh, um, that's how I see it, and I am just really passionate about what I want to bring to lingerie um, around nude skin tones. I I wanted um, a nude skin tone brand to reflect my daughter particularly, not necessarily me. Um, I had a young lady that was being brought up in the world without um, lingerie reflecting her, and so... Hence, being you was launched. So that's me. I'm just really passionate about making that work for lots of young women, young black women, not just young black women, black women around the world. And so they see themselves in their lingerie. Yes, which on it, on the surface sounds like, you know, it could, it could sound like a frivolous thing or something that someone could trivi- trivialize, you know, trivialize because being you is a well lingerie is the first entry it will be much more but at this point it is a lingerie brand that has the full shades of colors from the very lightest to the very darkest and so before you know other women were easily able to find nude lingerie if they wanted it but we never have had that can you explain why this is not a trivial or easily dismissible thing it's no way near trivia um, we could then start saying makeup in our skin tone is trivi- trivial. Um, we, we as women, lingerie is so incredibly important to us, how we feel in our lingerie. And more and more and more, we've started to feel that lingerie needs to reflect what we look like. Lingerie doesn't need to make us. Lingerie doesn't need to um, um, decide what our identity is. We, it, it needs to add to our identity, but not make our identity. So we've, we've been, as women, we've been moving away from the frills and the flowers. Um, 
And, but more importantly, um, putting something on that makes you feel that you've been thought of. It's been designed for you. It's been designed for your body shape because our sizes in, in, in bras and, our, and the shape of our briefs, it's been designed for body shape. Um, just to feel that you've been considered and you've been seen in the design of a product as a, as a woman. Irrelevant to your color, irrelevant to your um, race, irrelevant to your size, um, just just to just feel that important. I think that's that's a really powerful message to be sending her to feel for a woman. It is a powerful message, and I thank you so much for the gift. You know, the first time that I I held a being you. Um, piece in my hand. I actually started crying when it was your um, the front pieces, the the foundations, the mm. you know that do not you know the fact that when you grow up and people say, oh well, that is skin tone or that is nude, and it doesn't look like you. It means that that is the standard and that is normal, and that you yeah. are somehow abnormal or you are not being seen or you don't exist. And so you know. Being you is, that's why I said, you know, it's more than a lingerie brand and we know everything that's coming. But even just the name being you, I know, was very powerful for you because it meant being seen. Can you please share the story that you shared with me about moving, about being in London and as a child, as a young woman, and suddenly feeling like you had become invisible, you had disappeared? Well, I you, well, I think it starts actually from you. You remember I said to you before, I was eight years old when I was told I was pretty for a dark-skinned girl. But as, yes. as an eight-year-old, I didn't even understand that. And um, I, I I grew up in an environment where I was in a school where we were all black. Um, so our worries were still the same as any teenager. We worried about, I don't know, spots. We worried about boys. We worried about anything a teenager would worry about, anything you could watch in a teen movie. We were that. Um, with no girls' school. Then I moved into the UK at 16, and I suddenly realized I was different because I never looked in the mirror thinking, I am a black girl. I was, I was a girl. And um, at 16, I realized I was a black girl, and I realized I was completely, for being so different, I was really, really invisible. This, um, I moved to the UK in the, in the 80s, mid-80s, 1985. So things were very, very different then. And um, I'm not saying they're better now, but I'm saying they were even worse then. And I, I just felt completely invisible in... Everything I did in all my experiences, um, even down to getting the food I needed to get, the things I needed to cook, and everything's wide, more widely available now, down to my shopping experiences. It was only fashion fair at that time that was available for makeup. Um, and that's, that's, that's how I, f- I grew up into a young woman because that's when you start forming your ideas. That's when you start forming who you are. And when you're in a society that's telling you that you're not there, how do you become this this confident woman? I, I, I don't know how I did it, but it, it wasn't in my 20s because 
I had to fight through all that because no one was telling me that I was important apart from myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really powerful, Sadia, because even just while you were sharing that with us, all kinds of images popped up for me, things that I had long buried and forgotten, you know, things like, you know, um, wanting, going to the mall for the first time to get a makeover, you know, as a kid in the 80s, you know, people had those glamour shots, makeovers, and then putting this makeup that didn't match my skin, and I came out looking, you know, like ashy, like a ghost or something. Yeah. Yeah, and I felt really, like, horrible, and the fact that, you know, I know that when you first came up with this brand, which was a very long time ago, now it may seem trendy or it may seem like, oh, there are several choices, which is great. But you came up with this brand a long time ago. And at that time, I know you that you met with lots of resistance from male, the men who run the lingerie companies. Can you share about that, please? Well, it, it was the men who run lingerie companies, which there are a lot of men who run lingerie comp- companies, by the way, whoever's listening. So we're back in a fray where we, as women, are spending our money, um, and it's men that are the heads of it, but they're not, they're not visible. But also, um, it's also the men who are investors who could invest in a lingerie company. And it, it, it is incredibly, it was incredibly difficult. It is still very difficult to explain lingerie, um, buying habits, sizing. I, I, I was doing that this afternoon. Two hours of my time this afternoon has been taken up by trying to explain to someone, a male investor, um, of the different size and the way women need to be fitted. Um, because, and I, I kept saying to him, um, this is not like buying a teacup and sending teacups somewhere where size doesn't matter. But also, being a woman, a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, trying to start a business, um, and going in and talking to a male investor about lingerie, it's like go, you have to go in really armed because the, the idea and the, and the concept of lingerie brings up also um, the idea of um, flirting or um, yes. being open to making Sexual innuendos, yes. Yes, and when you walk into a meeting and, and, and you're called darling, I mean, this was last week, and it's like, hi, darling, hello, darling. I'm like, I'm in a meeting. I'm in a, I, I, we're actually in a meeting. You don't talk to me like that. Um, oh, you look so beautiful today. Um, you don't, men don't walk into offices and other men tell them they look handsome. Right. But somehow, I'm not saying I'm the only person who's experienced that because I'm sure loads of women have, but sometimes with lingerie, it just makes it even more, it makes it easier for, as an opening, a way to, to get into the innuendos. And 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 uh, um, 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 with men that you're dealing with and trying to be professional about it, so I find, I've I've found that really really hard. But I I've been really surprised how it's there's a lot of men at the heads of lingerie companies hidden away, and we as women um, 
um, and black black women particularly, you could walk into a trade show with hundreds and hundreds of laundry brands. You ask the black woman who owns their brand, they could point you to two of us or three of us, and that's it. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think that that's something that people don't talk about that women in corporate settings deal with every day, you know, the unspoken, the the slight jabs. And then when you're dealing with something like lingerie, I've, I've experienced that in, um, with writing sexual content and then having to have conversations about men with men um, in those kinds of environments, you almost have to create yourself as like an asexual, you know, kind of persona in order to block it and, you know, to then just not respond to it, which is really uncomfortable that we have to twist ourselves into a pretzel in so many different ways in order, again, to be heard, you know, which your brand is about being heard, being seen, uh, and, you know, the name being you, then for you has inspired, there's your being Sadia column and the being you of your buyers, the the people who participate in your brand. Can you talk about, you know, the Being You movement and the kinds of stories that you receive all through social media all the time? And this is the best part of what I do. It's absolutely the best part of what I do because, um, but it's also the most scary part of what I do because it makes me feel so responsible that women can write in and be so happy about a brand and tell me about how they've shared it with their daughters. This could be women with daughters, you know, in teens, daughters in early 20s, and um, and they're happy to show their daughters, their daughters are represented. But there are also the stories of what being yourself means to women, to black women, to women as a whole, and um, and that's the scary part, because there's this whole responsibility of accepting those stories. Um, you, you have no idea in terms of what people say. You know, you ha- you hear people talk to us about um, their hair, how they grew up. And were made to feel nothing because of the way their hair was. Um, they were made to feel nothing because they were ashamed of the color of their skin. Um, they were made to feel nothing because they were mixed race and they they didn't know where to align. Um, and then it becomes really scary because these are people's life stories and innermost thoughts and and if, if ever anyone ever thought lingerie wasn't that important, that alone shows you how important lingerie is because they're writing to a lingerie company to tell them that story. And it shows how important and how um, close to our hearts, 
how close to our identity lingerie actually is. Because these people are writing to a lingerie company that has made them feel um, themselves, for one. And they're ready to share their stories. And that's an incredible responsibility and an incredible scary responsibility that I hold and I have to find a way to manage. It's a responsibility and also a gift that you have birthed, you know, and given to the world. And I have to share with our audience that Sadia has a vision of me being the official life coach of the brand and being able with her to be able to address these things via video. And we haven't been able to do it this year because it was a bit hectic, but I am committed in 2018 to us through her site having a platform to address your issues and the things that do come up because people assume Sadia that you know self-esteem lessons only matter when you're a child but as we see with Rihanna's Fenty Beauty you know at every age we are hungry to be seen hungry hungry for that can you address that please I am when when Fenty Beauty came through a few weeks back um I I was pleased. Um, and Rihanna has a platform to make sure that millions of women have access to something like that, you know, something like Fenty Beauty. Um, her vision of all women, um, she's come up with 40 shades, um, all, um, all women, all races, um, um, all skin tones are, are, are considered. We 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 consider all skin tones and be new, but we unapologetically focus and heavily on darker skin tones because at the end of the day, that's what's not there. Yeah. And I have watched um, Rihanna's well, Fenty Beauty um, in the last oh, six weeks now, six to eight weeks, mm-hmm. and the stories that are coming out of it are predominantly from women of darker skin tones or different skin tones from Caucasian. Um, I may be wrong. People might... No, I I have seen the same. Yes, I've seen the same. Although I've seen reviews from, you know, people of all races, it's people, your complexion, my complexion, your daughter's complexion that are saying, oh my goodness. And I had a fantasy, Sadia, of when I was in London a couple of weeks ago, we didn't get to do it, of uh, you and I going together to purchase Fenty Beauty, but hopefully we will do that, you know. We'll do that. We will get to do that. Um, Um. um, and it's like um, it's. I just see, I just see darker skin tones or different skin tones. Women, um, 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 really, really predominantly. That's the highest percentage I see of them on on social media, on the internet, talking about it. But it's like finally, it's here. But we have had the max. We've had all different. Um, I, I, and but what's interesting? I was going to find. Makeup. You remember I told you, even last summer, I said, my daughter's darker than I am. We still cannot find a foundation yes, for her. I we remember you told me, yes. 
Yes, I remember. Yeah. Um, see, so when I talk about my experiences at 16, I don't know, 30, you know, 32 years ago, um, I still couldn't find makeup for my daughter in 2016. So she gave up trying to find foundation. Um, I would hope that the next time we together can go shopping, yes. with Fenty, Abiola, we could go with Yasmin. Yes, I would um, love that. I would love because that. You know how you two get on. Yes, <laughs> she's my... Go off without me. And of but, course, I want to say in my head, she's my sister, but I'm like, wait, no, she would be my daughter too. No, she's your daughter. And, <laughs> she's my um, daughter. No, in 2016, I still could not find makeup for her complexion. So hopefully we can find that in Fenty. And it's... Um, it's good that Rihanna has used her platform to do something like this, um, to make women feel visible and valued. Um, and I, I, I applaud anyone who, who does that. I applaud other people who've come out with skin tone brands. Um, I applaud anyone who I, I, I just hear everything at the moment. Um, be you, be yourself, and I'm thinking I was there eight years ago. Yes. Um, but all, all, every every ad, everything I hear is about. It, it, I hope I hope it's not a trend. That's all I hope. I hope so too. I hope, I hope so it's not a trend, as usually with marketing and brands. And, well, you know and they we don't say fall back eight. into where we were. First they laugh at you and then they imitate you, you know? Yes. So that's what they say. Yes. First they laugh and then they imitate you. And you mentioned eight years ago it was when you first came up with this brand. And, you know, this time of year has special significance for you because you had tremendous tragedy that happened in the middle of that journey. And I, I think that it's worth talking about because I work with women leaders like you, big vision women, and so often people get derailed, you know, and the things that you've experienced would derail anyone, but you kept going. So I think that it's important to share. Can you share why your journey was eight years to this point? Um, well, I'll start with saying I get derailed. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. get derailed a lot. Um, but um, I... A year after starting the concept, winning awards for the concept, my mother became um, um, paralyzed from a really bad stroke. Um, and I had to make a decision of continuing to start a business or looking after my mother. And that was a no, you know, there's nothing to think about. So I did. And three years ago, I sort of got my mother to a state of health where it was okay to leave her with other carers. And three years ago, last Saturday, well, 21st of October, um, about four days ago, um, three years ago, um, my husband suddenly died, went to work, and he never came home. And this and is a healthy, a healthy, I just want to say a healthy, healthy 40-something. He, he died on a basketball court. 40. He died playing basketball for, at 48. Mm. Healthy, never ill. Man. 
and um, I've been derailed a lot and recently we lost his mother my mother has had kidney cancer in the time she's um, been paralyzed she had a second stroke in June which has affected her sight so caring is slightly more difficult and um, and we continue to cope. I get derailed. Abiola sees me derailed, by the way, as my coach, as my life coach. But that's her job, <laughs> to see me derailed, I think. Um, and she does, you do your best to, um, to bring me back. Um, and everyone says, with most people, most people would have crumbled. But there are a lot of people out there that haven't. Like, I don't think my story is unique. It's, my story is unique in the, you know, the, what's happened. But there's so many women out there. So many of us as women. Um, and you said some a woman leader. I, you know, we we lead our homes, we lead our communities. Yes. We lead our children. We're not CEOs necessarily. We're not multimillionaires. We're not even rich in terms of money. But so many women, so many black women, we lead, and we lead silently. And um, and we go through so much stuff. But we wake up in the morning, we put our best foot forward, and we don't think about it. I'm not saying that's a good thing, because we need to start thinking about it a bit more. We need to start recognizing what we do. We need to start sharing what we do. And we need to make people, younger women, people who, or people who are inspired by us understand the realities of what we do and hopefully make their reality better. But I don't think we do that enough as women or as black women. We don't do we just that gloss enough. Over it. Yes. We, we just gloss over it. Because I don't. But I think we don't, we don't gloss over it deliberately. We just don't think it's important. You know, I think that this is such a powerful conversation and I, I'm looking forward to us setting up finally that Being You Life Coach video platform. Yes. And the reason is that, you know, we have, we have, we all from black women from all over, you know, from West Africa to South America to throughout the West Indies and America and the UK and Europe have the ideal of a strong black woman. We all grow up with this idea of a strong black woman. But I think that that idea, as beautiful and as powerful as it is and as sustaining on the surface as it seems, it can rob us of our humanity because it takes away the idea and the remembrance that we're human. We're human beings like everyone else who have ups and downs and good days and bad days and pain and, you know, and the keep on keeping on thing, it is 
very, very damaging, very damaging. And so, Sadi, I want to applaud you. One of the beautiful things that you've done with your platform is with being Sadia, you share very personal stories about yourself. And so it's not just your uh, your customers who feel like, okay, well, I'm out here just wanting to share my stories with her. You are giving generously in allowing people to see you, visible, possible you, you know, and so... And don't underestimate coming from an African country, a West African country, Sierra Leone, and what I am doing at the moment, every day, sharing my story, is not always going down well with the culture I come from, by the way. Yeah. It's, um, it, it's, it feels, it, it, I'm fighting, I'm actually fighting my culture every day by doing this because I am sometimes getting messages indirectly, directly, not like being written to, but even in like comments made to me by family and friends. It's the white thing to do. It's the Western Mm. thing to do. Recently. And um, I never get that. I never get that. Yet I get an amazing amount of women who love what I do, who learn from it, who say they're inspired, and they're African women, West African women, and that, that pool is really, really opening up. And if we can get, if I can get more African women, particularly black women, to be open about their stories, then, you know, um, that's a victory. Being here isn't worth it. <laughs> Yeah, that that's a victory and it's important because it is contrary to our culture to stand and say, this happened to me, which I think are the most powerful words mm-hmm. any woman can speak. You know, um, we live very much, you know, come from cultures of, you know, keeping things close to the vest and just, and you don't talk about things publicly. You don't talk about, you know, these kinds of things, getting help even, you know, getting support is seen as, oh, well, that's for white people, you know, and it's it's time that we move away from that. And so I want to talk about the victory of being you, which <laughs> women are excited about from literally all over the world. Let's talk about that. Can you talk about what the response to being you has been? Oh, my, oh it's been... um. I, I'm smiling because I am. Um, 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 I, I, um, we're going to hide this podcast from my daughter, Yasmin. <laughs> um, because you, uh, you, you forget I'm Tijan Sisse. You keep me calling me Sisse. And, um, and, um, um, Beanie is like my baby. It's a, but it's a baby that hasn't left home. <laughs> It's your second daughter. It's your second daughter. Yeah, it's your second daughter. You know, I'm allowed. Being left home, it will never leave home. And um, particularly recently, it's been a hard slog. And you know, we another. You know, you know, we will talk about um, um, very, very quickly. um, I'm going to digress, just like 
a 30 seconds. Because as women, if anyone is out there listening to this and starting their own business, I actually had a meeting with someone yesterday, and she's a woman, and I'm not still quite sure why we had the meeting. I'm not quite sure if she was asking to help her find investment, if she was asking me for investment, if she was asking, I don't know what she was asking, but as I listened to her, I realized where I had been going wrong in some of my meetings I've been doing. Ah, that's great. That's excellent. Investment. I realized that we don't come out and we're not clear as women. We're not clear as women. Um, But maybe that's something else we can do another time. But it's um, 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 that was very, very apparent yesterday. It just dawned on me where I had been going wrong. Sadia, I do want us to... Sorry, sorry to interrupt. You just got me all excited. We do have to do a masterclass on that because I've noticed the same thing. Even when women send me their emails, it's rambling to the top, to the bottom. I don't know what they want. I, I'm yeah. unclear. And a man told me who's a venture capitalist, who's a former retired venture capitalist, that he said that when women come in to make a presentation, they spend the most part of it validating themselves rather than talking yes. about their product, exactly. trying to explain why they're in the room and they're yes. already there. So please go ahead. Yes. So no, it, it, it's that. So I mean, I know you asked about what being you is, but to me, the whole being you again is about that. But it's the the, the, the response I've had I've, I've had around the world um, is incredible. Now I have been updating you um, in terms of particularly the African response, the um, um, thousands, we're talking thousands of women, absolutely thousands of women in Africa um, who responded to this brand. But what I haven't told you is the amount I'm getting from Brazil, for example. Wow. The, the contact I'm getting from Brazil which has just started in the last week, by the way. Um, um, so, I mean, the UK, the US was taken for granted. Germany, Netherlands, you know, Europe was there. And now Africa, Nigeria, Ghana, the Ivory Coast, um, Kenya, South Africa, through press, through contact, through website hits, and then Brazil has entered the fray in the last week. Um, and South America was in my plan for next year. <laughs> um, and everything in my plan comes early, by the way. Yes. <laughs> um, and overwhelms. Um, but um, it's it's um, it's. It's one of these things that I feel also brings the conversation out. It brings um, 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 African women to face, you know, to think about. I think we need to think about who we are. We, we've come, we've come full circle in the conversation to, um, because I think as a as a young girl growing up in Africa, it was great um, not thinking about my race, but it wasn't preparing me for a global 
stage. It did not prepare me for a global stage um, as a young girl. I have discussions with my daughter, who was born in the UK, and she's part of the African Caribbean Society at her university. And the biggest discussion we have, all her friends there in that society are obviously, well, not obviously, they were black. I mean, they're open to everyone. And she has more in common with the girl in, um, who was brought up in um, Switzerland, no, Vienna. There's a girl who, her best friend at university was brought up in Vienna. Mm. There's another girl who's a really good friend who is from Ghana, but her upbringing is like mine. She grew up in Ghana, in private school, private education in Ghana, but didn't think of herself and her color until she came to the UK for yeah. further studies. Now, my daughter has less in common with that girl, but she is incredibly close to the girl in Vienna who has the same story as hers, growing up with really ambitious parents who put you through, put them through top schools where there were a few blacks in the Western society. Yes. And she talks a lot to me about that now. And she sees her and that girl from Vienna having more in common than her and the girl from London. Yes. So I think I struggled to be an international black woman. But I did it. But not many of the friends I know, not many, did it and still can't relate in our late 40s to an inter international stage because they've never thought of themselves as black and have still not been able to deal with it. To, to, be, to live in a society where they're thought of as black. And I did so, it. Right. Right. It's a it's a shift. It's a yeah. it's a complete shift and people are not aware of that. And so I think this is just the first of many conversations because I would love to talk about that more. I think that that is a really, really powerful and important conversation because my background is very similar to your daughter's background. And oftentimes, like you feel like, you know, I felt like, oh, well, like you feel like there's. There's a loneliness also, you know, that I hear with you with not finding other people that you relate to. But the yes. beauty of the world that we live in today is that there are people that you relate to and there are people who have had your experience. So it's just coming together and finding them and them finding you, which is the beauty of, you know, you being able to have this incredible platform that has yeah, gone from you. That's as simple as that. That's the beauty of the that's, news. That's the beauty and of the every news. day now, as more people find out about us and what comes in, 
Um, that's exactly what being you is about. Yes, yes, and look that's where it, I have to I have to point out to you, you know, before we go, one of the things that you know uh, you told me an early conversation where these men said to you. A pitch conversation. Well, we can't afford it. You know, will they? Will they buy it? You can't afford. You know, black women. Oh, and, and black women can't me, afford it. The you said, to, you said, well, I don't know what they think that we're wearing. Yes. <laughs> 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 we're putting some rags on to, to prop those, that cleavage up. Um, um, I'm not quite sure. Um, yeah. Um, 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 Yes, and they, it's, it's not just men, it, it was bank managers, it was banks, it was professional people, you know. Oh, we're not sure black women have the money for this. For, 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 for a $40 bra? Wow. I, 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 I still can't get my head around how they see us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't even imagine it because I'm always someone who I'm, I'm, I'm I, I, you know I'm a trained nurse and a cancer nurse. So being a cancer nurse, you always have to be empathetic. You always have to look, you know, to be empathetic and to understand your your patients, you have to put yourself in their shoes. So I am really sorry. I've never been able to put myself in the shoes of people who talk about black women like that, yes. ever. Yes. I can't do it. I don't understand it. Well, the beauty of being you is that you are creating a, a world where we don't have to understand it. You're creating no, your own world yeah. where we are the default status. We are the subject, yeah. and it is beautiful. I'm on your website, beingyou.me, where it says visible, possible you, nude lingerie designed with your body in mind. And I urge everyone who's listening to check it out. The beautiful thing is that it's not only a wide range of skin colors, but also sizing, which was very important to Sadia from the beginning. So please tell them where to get being you and what is currently available from the brand. You, 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 well, we, we have deliberately kept it online so we can, you know, we, we, we can advise people on the sizing. And um, we've got a wide range of sizes from a 28 back to a 44 back. Um, sorry, 28, yeah, 28 back to 44 back and a B cup to a, an H cup. Um, and we've got three styles because, um, and those accommodate different shapes of breasts as well. Um, but the people don't really always understand that sometimes your shape of your breast is really important to the bra that you're wearing. And so you can get it online, as, as Abiola said, it's www.me. And, um, and you can order, you can contact us about sizing, you can, you know, you can discuss your skin tone. We've got five skin tones available to you. We've got, you know, from the t-shirt bra to a beautiful, oh, we've had, um, and keep, you know, if, if you know, keep, keep, keep looking and keep, keep, keep following what we're doing. We've just had the beautiful, beautiful, um, 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 internal, well, I've got, I've had the internal feedback to review from a really good blogger and the, We've got the three piece, which is the Kabicha bra, which is like a shiny piece, and she loves the shine on it as well. Um, um, and she loves the fit. Um, you know, we've been posting teaser pictures of it, and a full review is coming off that. And we also have our Rosa bra, 
and Rosa was Rosa Bryce, you know, is named after Rosa Parks. Um, and um, it's got the beautiful embroidery of the hibiscus flower, which is our logo and our, our official being you flower because it's my favorite flower. And um, so go on the website, have a look. You know, um, look at you know what your size. There's a sizing chart, and hopefully you'll find something there that will fit you. Yes. But more yes. importantly, you will hopefully find that our message um, hits home and makes you think about what it means being you, really. Yes. Yes. Well said and well done. Whether you are pebble tone. Sand dune tone, do-like tone, <laughs> Mojave-kissed tones. <laughs> There's the African yam. It, there is the range. There is the range. And so thank you, Sadia, for this juicy and inspiring conversation. I know that you have blessed someone's life today. Someone needed to hear this conversation. Thank you for everything that you are doing. Thank you for having me. I'm so, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed having you in my life in so many ways. I'm so blessed having you as my coach. I'm so blessed having you as my guide. And anyone listening, if you don't have Abiola as your guide, you better do that right now. <laughs> because it's going to be the best thing you've ever done in your whole life. And this is not just because I'm talking to Abiola. You can ask me that outside this conversation and I would say even more so thank you thank you Abiola thank you Sadia you have me crying over here now sis you have me crying <laughs> <laughs> but we've cried before together so yes, <laughs> okay sis have a beautiful beautiful day and for you who are listening visible possible you go over to being you dot me and see yourself reflected in all shades from very light to very dark beautifully Thank you for listening today and I will see you in the next conversation. Be seen, be heard, be a movement. Namaste, goddesses. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye.